Welcome to Tice Talks, where we talk all things faith and family. Today, we are going to join Pastor Tice talking about part two of training toddlers. Thank you so much for joining us today. The Bible says that when when that Satan came to Eve, Satan said, hasn't God said that you can eat of any tree of you, of you want? And Eve said, oh, we can eat of any, any tree in the garden we want, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we can't eat, we can't even touch it, hmm. eat it or touch it, or we'll surely die. Well, she got that mixed up, and I don't know how she got it mixed up. It might have been Adam saying, okay, I got to tell her, I don't even touch the thing. Um, I don't know where she got it, but but in her mind, she, she was thinking, I'm not allowed mm-hmm. to touch it, so Satan could deceive her. And I, I take from that that maybe sometimes our kids need clarification. Right. I, I can remember a time, and this is an extreme case, I can remember a time I told Matthew, look, you, uh, I want you to take the garbage can, take the garbage out. So Matthew went, got the garbage in the kitchen, and took it and put it out front out the front door. I said, what are you doing? He said, you t- told me to take it out. I said, no, Matt, what I want you to do is I want you to take it outside. I want you to take it to the garbage can. Then the next day I went and I looked at the garbage can. It's sitting right next to the garbage can. I asked him about it. He said, well, the garbage can was full. So the next time I said, okay, here, Matthew, this is what I'm going to tell you to do. I want you to go to the kitchen. I want you to get the garbage. I want you to tie it up. I want you to take it to the garbage can. If it's full, I want you to take your foot and stuff down the garbage can. I want you to take it and put it in the garbage can. Then I want you to take the lid, and I want you to put the lid on top of the garbage can. And I want that to be the way it's done. You understand that? Yes, Dad. So he did it. And that clarification, because he had obeyed the days before. Yeah, so there wasn't disobedience. There wasn't rebellion. It was, this is exactly how I want it yeah, done. And we're all that way. So we do get to do as little as we possibly can right. to just get the job done. Well, so then for the next three, four times that I told him, I'd say, okay, Matthew, what I want you to do is go into the kitchen. And I'd do the, go through the same routine. He'd say, Dad, I got it. I got it. <laughs> So now that's an extreme case, but but, but there are but, clarification but, but, yeah. is really important. You don't want to just jump on disciplining when there hasn't actually been disobedience. Yeah, and they may have thought, "Hey, I did what this I was supposed to do." This is what I was supposed I, to do. I, you know, and uh, right. so so if you tell the kids to go water, you know, water the animals, and they go and they spray the animals down. Yes, do you remember when Nobby, when Nobby did that? that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we had a, we have a wonderful missionary friend who who was who was like. Like a son, yeah. you come and spend time with us. He's but he, from Fiji, and they don't apparently have bunnies in Fiji. First rabbits. time, first time he saw a baby bunny, he was scared. To oh, death. I brought it in, and he said, "What is that?" <laughs> and he was freaked out. His eyes were huge, and I said, "It's a bunny rabbit." You know, I'm like, you know what Bugs Bunny is? He's like, does not look like that. <laughs> Then he was babysitting our house. He stayed at our house. He lived with us um, during the college breaks, and he did. He we we told him to water the the, the bunnies, and so he sprayed them down with water because that's how he thought. What he uh, <laughs> water sprayed. But clarification. Yeah. that's that's just key, and especially kids. They're blank slate, so they don't know. Right. You have to teach them the details. It's amazing. I love when my six-year-old 
will ask questions because they're such a blank slate. Just last week, um, I teach history to um, my to Faith's my sister's children. She t- she teaches music to my kids, and I teach history to their kids. And the the almost six year old, I said, now this happened almost 1500 years before Jesus was even born. And Stella said, is that before there was color? And I said, what? She said, is that, is that before there was any color? Well, they have recently been watching old episodes of Dick Van Dyke show. So in her mind, she thinks there wasn't color in the old times, <laughs> the old times. before Jesus was born. But they have a blank slate. That's so exactly they don't right. they, they she mean. if I told her yes before there was color, she would believe that. So she needs that they all need those detailed instructions, especially when they're little like that. That when they're little and they need to know this is how we wash dishes. I have two great dishwashers now, but two little ones. It takes some time. No, this is how we have to scrub everything. All the food must come off before it. And it's just the details of doing it. So clarification. So we've got so we've got instruction, warning, clarification, and then follow through. Maybe we should throw this word in there, questioning. Hmm. When God comes down into the garden, he asks a couple of questions. He says, Adam, where are you? Now, he knew where Adam was, right. but he wanted Adam to identify the problem. He said, Adam, where are you? And the second thing he said was, uh, did, did someone, uh, uh, did, uh, did you eat of the fruit that you weren't supposed to? Mm-hmm. And then he said, um, uh, so, so, so he approaches Adam with questions and this is very, very good. You walk in, if you walk in and your child hasn't done what he's supposed to do or she hasn't done what she's supposed to do, the first thing you should do is ask questions. Hmm. Uh, why isn't your room clean? Um, why uh, Why are your clothes laying on the floor? Uh, oh, your video game, you're playing video games. Oh, so the chores are all done? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, now see what that does yeah. is it puts them on the spot and mm-hmm. they have to admit they, that what they did. Yeah. So that you're not just coming in accusing them. You're right. not the great accuser. Right. You're coming in asking questions. That's and then really you're then you're just following through. Uh God said you're gonna surely die. Wow. Uh now, now that's not something yeah, you ought to say to your children. To <laughs> or anybody, right? That's not our that's not our responsibility. But like for so practically Let's say um, I I had uh, my friend who just this last week was asking me, she said, well, how do you do that without anger? How do you do, um, how does that happen? Because they, they do the thing that you tell them not to do and you've told them 8,000 times. One thing that you taught us a long time ago is that you set it up. So it's not when you're in the middle of the day, you're washing dishes and you're doing all the things you set up training times. So whether that's saying, okay, now during this time, I'm not mad, I'm not angry. This my time for this next half hour, I am going to sit and train this year and a half year old right now. We're all happy, everything's great. Uh, to no, don't touch. 
And whether that's a lot of two-year-olds like the remote control, right? So whatever it is that um, they don't need in life, but something that they like. So we put the remote control out. Okay, no, no, don't touch. And then what do they do immediately? They go and they grab the, you know, they they want the remote. Let's see, let's test you. And, and if you haven't been consistent with discipline, they'll grab it immediately. They won't care. When they do that, immediately, but you, like you said before, you already say, no, no, don't touch. And if you touch. And if you touch, you're going to get a spanking or whatever, what, like a flick. I'll so flick like when they're hand. little, we'll flick their, flick their hands. And I always tell parents, especially men, they don't know how strong they are um, to flick themselves to feel what it feels like because these are toddlers. They're little. You're not wanting to bruise their hand. You're not wanting them. You want them to, you're doing this so they know when no, 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 don't touch means when they're reaching for the fire and you can't stop them that they know, oh, no means ouchie. I don't want to. Mommy's trying to help me. So when they reach out and they say, you say, no, no, don't touch, you're flicking their hand, and then they pull away. Then they try it again. Now, remember, mommy said, no, no, don't touch. Now, they are going to, they're going to cry. And that doesn't mean they're being rebellious. They got hurt. They're sad. I just got flicked. I don't, I just got told no. Yes. <laughs> How dare you? Going at it again. Okay, mommy said, no, no, don't touch. And what will happen, especially of a strong-willed child, they will look at you and take their finger and just stare you down as they slowly take their finger and touch the remote. And then you say again, no, no. And because you're setting this up, you're setting this up. You're not in anger. It's not something that you're saying, I said, don't touch that. You're prepared for this. You've, you've asked the Lord, Lord, help me to train this kid. I don't know what I'm doing. You are preparing. You're training. That's what you're doing. And you're teaching. What you're doing is you're teaching them that the, there's a consequence for disobedience. That's it. And that's what they need to know. There's consequences, negative consequences for disobedience. That's right. We're not training because I just don't want the kid to annoy me. We're training because you don't want your 16-year-old, when you tell your 16-year-old, hey, you know what, that guy, he seems like trouble. I don't think you should be going out with him. You're preparing her to understand, no, no, don't touch. Don't sneak out with him in the middle of the night. And, and he's, she's, she's learning that what you're doing is for their benefit. For her, because you yeah. care about her. Yeah. This isn't about the annoyance that toddlers bring, because, oh, boy, they do. I've had four. I love them to death. They're the cutest little age and they're so much fun. But boy, can they just drive you crazy because they are. This isn't what this is about. No, this is teaching them when they're one and a half and two to trust you because you know what is best for them to learn that a life of obedience, a life of saying yes to to what God wants them to do, because you are the example of God in their life. So when you're teaching them those little things as a little child and you're earning their trust by providing all for their needs, you're doing what you need to do to protect and guide them. So when they are, when they're six and seven and you see them run out to the street and there's a ball in the street, to get, they're going to get the street going out there and a car's coming, you say, no, stop, freeze, that they do it immediately. 
and they don't get ran over by that car. That's what you're training for. It's not because of the, oh, they're driving me crazy and it's happened a thousand times. You are preparing them for life. I think of Wendy saving her her, oh, her child's her little life. Boy. Was, he was walking towards a open door window, window and it was going to fall out Two that window. Two stories up. Yep. yep. They had just, they had actually built a a the window there was a a stairwell that was supposed to be built up to not the window but to to a door and the 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 stairwell wasn't up there the landing wasn't up there and the baby was crawling right towards that opening and would have just fallen out the door and Wendy yelled up no stay and because he was trained to instantly obey she was able to run up the stairs, grab him, and shut the door. Somehow that door was left open. open. Because things happen. When you're a parent, things happen. That's exactly like, right. Things, we, accidents happen. Yeah. Things that, And so you're preparing for those times. So when you set up that training period, when you set up those things, it's preparing for their future. It's not It's not because, oh, I just want these kids to be in order. They're, you're preparing them to go off in life without you, to serve yeah. the Lord without you. And that's what you're doing as a mom. When you're thinking forward, you're thinking, hey, this isn't about right now. And the thing is, it's not just a one-time thing. No. That's what you have to remember as a mom. You just keep doing it. Yeah. You just keep doing it. It's interesting the Bible says train up a child. This is not mm-hmm. something that you do once. It's bringing up a child. A child is not up until they're 20 years old. When yeah. they're 20 years old, they're adults. But you're bringing them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. You're training them up um, in the way they should go. This is something that is perpetual and continual, and you just keep doing it. Now, we have to move along quickly but uh, it's important that we that we deal that we've we've asked the questions we've com- confronted now if the child if, if if the child somebody asked me when do you discipline a child when there's absolute direct disobedience yes. uh, and and that can happen at six months old mm-hmm. uh, uh, when I am defying what I'm being told, then at that point, you, that's when there needs to be consequences for. And we're for not talking about a six-month-old crying because they're in their bed and crying. No, and but like the, when they're sitting on their lap and you're reaching. Something Mom always told me is when they're big enough to reach out for things that when they're sitting on your lap and you can tell them no and they understand that, or you can set out ice cream and you can say, "Oh, you want ice cream?" and they understand. Yes, they want the ice cream. That is when you can start doing the flick yeah. and do When they the, know the difference between yes and no, and they're definitely going against your will. That's it. It's the direct, complete disobedience. So then when a child, as a, as a toddler, there's the time that you, that you say, okay, you know what you did wrong. What do I have to do? And, and they, they'll get to a point where they're, they're able to say they're going to know what's coming. Right. And what you do... When it comes to spanking, then I always tell people, don't spank diapers. Right. Diapers are your friend, <laughs> uh, so uh, they prevent a lot of problems in your house. So, <laughs> so don't you don't spank. I've watched I've watched parents uh, spank a diaper, and all you're doing is jiggling your right. kid, and you know just shaking their brains. It's not good for them. Yeah. Man. What you want to do the whole perp, the whole idea of spanking is to sting, right. and and right. so you remove uh, a. a um, 
a move a portion of that diaper so you can get to the cheek and you smack the cheek right. and there's and God's provided a, two nice wonderful soft spots Christians. that are that are there so that you won't damage if you sting not not bruise right. and and uh, so there's a there's a big difference between that so you've given the instruction you've given the warning you've even allowed for misunderstanding you've uh, so you've you've dealt with that you've asked the question clarification. You've, you've given the clarification I couldn't think of the word uh, you've you then follow through and you spank or you correct now once that's done there's going to be the crying yeah. and then what do you do then you, do you get upset about the crying no you comfort, comfort. you say yes, you then say yeah. i love you what did god do as soon as he said okay you're you are uh, because of what you've done, you, you're leaving the garden. I'm taking you out of the garden. You're not going to be able to eat of the tree of life. That's what he said was going to happen. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. But he said, look, he made a way for reconciliation. Mm-hmm. He immediately killed a couple of lambs or a couple of, of uh, uh, sheep and and covered them, clothed them yeah. with, the, with the sheep. And he promised a savior. So what we do is... Immediately, when the correction has taken place, we say, hey, we love you, but you can't do that. The reason I did that, I used to make you guys apologize to me for when you were older, apologize to me for making you spank, making me spank you. I'm sorry for making you spank me. And, um, because you don't want to because, do it. Yeah, it's not and, and I, that and you I want, want to I want do. the kids to know that this isn't something. I didn't wake up right. in the morning. I used to say to you guys, listen, I didn't wake up this morning thinking, oh boy, I get to spend the day with the kids right. spanking my children. Right. Uh, I, I don't. I don't want to do this. I'm only doing this because it's for your benefit. Yes, so, that's all I tell the kids. I'm like, this is the last thing that I ever. It's never on my want to, yeah. but this is the last thing on the list that I ever ever think, oh, okay, I have to do this. Yeah. But I have to, and so I have to make it a top priority. This yeah. is not something I want to do. Um, what you said about loving and consoling afterwards, that Felicity, one time um, there was four, she had gotten corrected four different times, right in a row. It was just like, mm, mm, mm. And I said, no, don't do it. And I flicked her. No, don't do it. And I flicked her. And then like the fourth time I thought, oh, I haven't hugged her. And I went in. I said, come here. And she just kind of stared at me like she was going to get another flick. And I said, come here. And then she just melted and weeped in my arms. The child was not abused in any way. We are totally against any kind of child abuse. Abuse, though, is often neglect. Neglectful discipline. So um, children being left to themselves. Um, But Felicity just melted in my arms. And I said, and I thought, oh, I missed this step. I was just correcting, correcting, correcting. And she needed to know mommy's doing this because she loves you. No problem after that with that. But it is, it's a continual thing. And the Bible talks about when they're old, correct thy son when he, he is young and when, and he will give you rest. The rest comes. It comes. It's not. So if you're in the trenches and you have these toddlers, you know, you have the four bombs that are, are five flying and over under. you and you're in yes. the foxhole. It does come. And it's amazing. I am so thankful. We have a son that's almost 14. And I 
I I experience such rest. I want to be on when I when I take him on a vacation with us. It truly is vacation. Like I'm vacating. I am. I feel like I'm doing whatever I want to because he's been trained. And you leave the three untrained ones with, with you. us. <laughs> <laughs> but it is uh, in some and some it takes more than others. There's diff- different. There's different ages. There's different personalities. There's children who who enjoy taking you know chickens and playing football with them. Hmm, Why do we have to bring up things unpleasant things? And then we have children who would never even dream of doing anything such like that. So you have different personalities, and there are going to be ones that you're training a whole lot more. You feel like you're doing the training process a whole lot more than the others, but just keep at it and find an older godly woman that will help encourage you in this. Make sure she's an older godly woman who believes in discipline. That's a godly woman. Not Not one that just said, oh, don't, yes, but finding an older godly woman. That's, that has done that. I had, I can think honestly, I, there's a lady that I was, I was just telling her, I said, I, you are the only person that ever spoke out to me and said, besides my mom that said, just keep doing it. I know it's hard. Just keep doing it. When my, when my toddler would go and steal somebody else's thing at the playground and I'd say, no, don't do that. And then they do it. And then I go and take, they'd see me go out into the, take them to the car and then get a spanking. She'd say, just keep doing it. And she had all, all her kids were older that she had six that are all older than my kids. She said, it's worth it. And I have two that were really, really difficult to do this with, but it's so worth it. So be that mom to speak into that as well. If you have older kids and you've been there, tell them, just keep at it. It does, the rest does come. And I mean, like, really, I'm experiencing it now. I really enjoy, we have a six-year-old all the way up to a 13-year-old. And it's a joy to be their mom. I feel like we have are at the best season of our life that we've ever been. They know how to obey. There's still correction. There's still discipline, but it is not a continual, continual event. And they're all, all of them are saved. Yeah. They all have trusted Christ. Now, now I had a lady ask me one time, she said, she said, my child got saved. I thought he would change, but he didn't. (laughs) You, you mean you have to spank a, a saved to, child? Yes, you oh. still have to train just like you are saved and you sin. Yeah. We all need that training. So thank you so much for talking about this. This is something that is on so many. And it's a hard thing to speak of because um, our world is totally against any kind of spanking and they want to make it illegal. It's not illegal. Um, they want to push, you know, and you, but then you have, but then we have, why do we have here in Las Vegas, I, th- I think it's the third in the last few weeks of high school to students physically sexually assaulting teachers, physically beating them up. One of my close friends who's a public school teacher would have been beaten up. She, the student came in to kill her, but she, she got a warning email from the girl and she stayed home sick. So instead, she beat up the old receptionist lady, beat her to a pulp. She doesn't even know if she's going to be okay. This is what happens when you leave a child to themselves, when you do not properly. You cannot, 
you, it, you can't go on either extreme. You can't be this abusive person to this child, and then you can't neglect and never train and discipline your child. You can't be neglectful. You can't be authoritarian. Right. You can't be permissive. You've got to be authoritative. Love and discipline, balanced, will bring your children up, and you'll be so pleased you with You can't them. miss one piece of the recipe. That's it. Because if you do, that's where you get these extremes. So this well, is beautiful. Thank you so much. Such a practical, practical lesson today. So thanks, Dad. This is a lot of fun. Well, thanks for being here. And thank you for tuning in. This is Tice Talks. Oh, wait. This is Tice Talks. But you can get the book, Raising God's Kids in Sin City. And that's on davidtice.com. And that is something that you can get. We talk a lot about that here in this book. So if you haven't got that, go to davidtice.com, order that book. And like Dad said, like he was saying. Well, wait a minute. Let me tell you about one other thing before we uh-oh. before we sign off. I did a Thrive devotional, 90 days, oh, yes. on the family. And each one of the I'm I'm reading that with my wife one day at a time for ninety days, and and I'm amazed. Uh, There's some really good stuff in there (laughs) about about training children, about loving your wife and loving your husband. Yes, thrive with thrive in your family life. Thrive in your family life. Yes, so So go to davidtice.com. Uh, Thank you. And like you were saying, this is Tice Talks. Which is more than a conversation. God bless you.